Jabber Radio. Jabber Radio. Jabber Radio. Wrestling podcast featuring Rom and Bummer and Rab and the one, the only, Peanut. Jabber Radio. Jabber Radio episode number 10. 19? No, we're going to start over. That's ridiculous. You have to get the number right. You're the host, Peanut. Good lord, you got. Hey, you piece of shit, I'm still talking. <laughs> What's up? Welcome to Jabber Radio, episode number 19. I'm your host, as always, well, most of the time. <laughs> I'm joined by... I, I don't think that was a glitch. I think that was actually him. <laughs> that was him! <laughs> I, was, oh. I was getting the point across. I was we'll, trying to get we'll that keep 19. Just now, it, it was in 10. 19. I think that's the best take right, we're yeah. going to get out Well, today, we are joined by... It's been a while. I'm a little rusty, but uh, there it is. There's Bomber. What's up? Uh, what's going on? Uh, yeah, glad to have you back. Uh, kind of, almost. Well, don't let me down anyway. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm doing my best. Also joined by Matt Zion. How are you? Same old shit in the hoodie. I feel like uh, hard times coming down on my homeboys. Just want to give a shout out to Philly and make sure everybody's safe in the hurricane of uh, sliced bread number two. Okay, that's the worst intro ever. <laughs> yeah, woo, I did the worst. <laughs> that's all I wanted. It's supposed to just be random. I'm doing fine. Same old shit. To round just, out uh, this wonderful uh, group, we're joined stress. by Rab oh, Hey, you piece of shit, I'm still talking. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's a stressful time right now. This is December, so this is when uh, we make we have the most a one, of our money. We have a one hour of reckless limit, eating. Right? We got to do this in one hour. Yeah, but, well, you are not helping things along. Let me let me talk right now. I just did the uh, the Roxanne challenge, which is one shot of Four Loco every time they say Roxanne during the song in the police. Oh, so uh, pretty still hurting off of that one. OK, now, Peanut, now you can move along. You know, I like Bomber better as our uh, our host. Peanut, I I don't I don't like you. Because I have an hour and this show is going to get it's going to be one hour. So, Rab, how are you? <laughs> Well, I bought a new mic. I got all excited. I bought a new mic, and then I realized the room I'm recording this in sounds like a bathroom. Yes, it does. So now if, you can if you're really taking a shit, hear. If you're taking a you shit, can, one step. You can really hear the bathroom. <laughs> so that's that's nice. It's, it, money well worth it. You can move on. You're the host. You're the host. Be that. Good lord, you're so quick to cut me off when I had things to say, and then Rab stops talking, and you just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God, you're the worst. It. We have started off so perfect here. Episode 19, I'm feeling it. All right. So where well, are we going, Peanut? Where are we going? This, uh, episode with some, uh, we're going to talk about some Batman vs. Superman trailer action. I think uh, Matt Stein has something to say about that. <laughs> you're so smooth, <laughs> God damn it. I suggested, uh, since a lot of us haven't really been keeping up with wrestling, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think. Okay, so all of us besides Rab have not been keeping up with wrestling. What? Yeah, I've been uh, watching pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah, pay-per-views is literally all I watch. I, I can't yeah. stomach Raw at the moment. It's so bad. Oh, no, it's, well, you got to do what I do. You got to, right before you, the podcast, watch it. Yeah, 
on watch it yeah. on times two speed. I watched it. Oh no 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 no! It's and Rab, skip all the you, matches. I'm gonna save you some time, Rab. You go on YouTube and you just watch their match recaps. That's generally speaking how I get through Raw because I can't I can't do it anymore, and I just don't care about Roman Reigns versus Sheamus at all. Like it's it's like Roman Reigns versus a bunch of mid card jobbers. It's un, it's unwatchable right now. Like it's just it's just so bad. It's so you painful know, I, that their roster is so thin. Bad. I don't think it's as bad as you're saying. It's been worse. It's yeah, but like it's I don't watch worse. something and I say, well, it's been worse. I, I want to watch something because it's good, <laughs> not because it's been worse. It's not that bad. It's bad. I can't it's do it. I, especially if it was bad. two hours, maybe I could stomach it. But I can't sit through three hours of jobbers that are going to get destroyed by Roman Reigns on his way to the title. I I can't do it. Oh, and that's why you watch it on times on times two speed. You watch it speed, <laughs> and then you skip through the matches. It's I swear to God, it's what I do. I just don't watch it because I'm usually sleeping. But I I did it, literally I watched all the stuff on YouTube. Exactly what Zion's talking about. Yeah. So. So when you want to come here for your wrestling news, come to this podcast. Come to Java okay. Radio, okay, where we like, kind of watch. We didn't t- well, we didn't talk about Survivor Series and how. <laughs> And I was right, and how it I was, was right. Really it was really bad. It was not a good pay-per-view, and the direction of the company has shifted towards Sheamus. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know you're laughing. I, I was right. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but you're right being right meant a horrible product. <laughs> so I, I was... I, I, I know. Was, that's what I told you two weeks ago. I, I have a couple questions, though. Um, first of all, do you think this shit was planned from the beginning? Do you think that he was going to, like, even if Seth Rollins is still there, do you think that they would have had uh, Sheamus cash in at Survivor Series? Supposedly, yeah. So this was going to go down, like, no matter what, even I if Rollins so. was... No, yeah. I don't think so. I think I think this was a direct, uh, like, situation because of Rollins getting hurt. I'm pretty sure that I think Roman was going to win uh, no matter what, but I don't think that they had plans to uh, shoehorn Sheamus in right away. I think maybe the plan would have been on Raw or at, at a, maybe the next pay-per-view or something. But I don't think that the plan all along was definitely uh, Sheamus win. I think that, that that got pushed forward because I still think that they would have given him the belt a little bit closer to the movie coming out. Because now there's no way in hell he's going to hold that belt until the movie comes out. There's just no way. He, he's not. Sheamus is like easily the definition of transitional champion. He just has that until they can figure out what they need to do because of the Rollins stuff. Well, then why just take it off? Why not let Reigns have it, though? Yeah, well, because they have to, uh, for some reason, put the odds stacked against Reigns. And I just I don't understand how, like, putting a team of mid-carters together is going to be odds for Reigns to overcome. Like, these these are all guys that Reigns would slaughter one-on-one. But, like, putting them together, maybe they're a slight inconvenience for him. But I wouldn't be shocked if Reigns wins the title at the pay-per-view. I they would that not would be, be a waste of fucking time. Well, I mean, it's like when Edge won, though. Remember, Edge won, and then he had one pay per view, yeah. and he lost. So, I mean, like it's it's they just needed something. Like they just needed something to do while they scrambled and figured out what's happening. Because, like, apparently, the big rumor from Meltzer was that Mania has been completely scrapped. They they do all their previous plans are completely out the window, and they're rethinking all the main events that they want to do now, which. <laughs> I didn't know Rollins was that important, <laughs> but apparently he really was. So <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, well, if uh, – oh, sorry, I'll let you go. Well, okay. I just want to say real quick, I mean, 
yes, you you have mid. Sheamus isn't really a mid carder. I mean, yeah, he, he should be, but he's he, he no, he should be. No, I don't. He's, not, he's a four time champion. Yeah, but he was years ago. They haven't treated like when he was okay. When he won the belts, then I would agree with you. He they were pushing him as a, a main event guy. But since uh, he came back from his injury, he has been the definition of mid card heel. He's he's just mid like everything about him screams mid card. I really like Sheamus, by the way. I'm not trying to maybe it sounds like negative i just th- like if they had built him into this spot like okay like one example i would say if they had given him kind of a brock lesnar type push before winning the title it's just nobody beats him he's a monster which is what he was back in the day like sure. uh, he was that kind of character <clears throat> then i could have bought it so like if old sheamus had come back from his injury i would have bought it but this guy has been losing to like everyone and it's it just made oh, him yeah, look but like that's shit. Well, that's because he has the money in the bank, and that's the rule. That's with the money not in the an excuse. Yeah, but that's not yeah. an excuse. No, I don't. I don't say it's an excuse. But my point is, Sheamus. I mean, Sheamus has been on the covers of all the the the, the programs and in commercials and all that. He's not. I mean, he's not Alberto Del Rio. He's not Rusev. Yeah, he's, he's not the other guys guy. that he's with. He's not. He's not Wade Barrett. He's a company guy, and he's he has a really good look. So they. That's he does. Why I, I do like his him. look. Yeah, they they use him on a lot of covers and like you said, like it's a lot of promotional stuff. They use him all the time because when somebody sees Sheamus, you know it's Sheamus. Like there's no one that looks like him in the world. He he immediately is unique, but he's still just a mid card guy. I mean, at best, I'd say upper mid card, but like just all of a sudden go from jobbing to a bunch of nobodies to all of a sudden being like the main event heel angle. Ugh, it's just boring and it's. It well, just screams they didn't know what to do, and when Rollins got hurt, they had no fucking backup plan. And they were like, well, Sheamus has the money in the bank, so I guess we'll just do that instead of doing something interesting like turning Reigns heel or turning Ambrose heel or trying to bring up maybe like Kevin Owens, trying to do something fun. Because this is not fun. I just don't – I just have no – emotional investment in Sheamus as champion whatsoever. I don't want to see him lose. I don't want to see him win. I just don't want to see him. Would you rather see him champion than uh, Roman Reigns? I would rather have Reigns right now because I actually think even though, uh, like, well, we remember we talked about wanting like a Reigns heel turn, but if they gave me a choice between a face Roman with the belt versus a face Sheamus with the belt, I would just give Reigns a run because at least get it out of WWE system because you know, like he's their guy right now. Get mm-hmm. get it out of their system. Give him a six month reign, whatever the hell it's going to take, and get get it done with. But instead, we're prolonging it because you know it's coming. He's gonna win. He's gonna have a title reign. Let's just get it the fuck over with now. But instead, we're gonna drag it out. And he's gonna feud with a bunch of nobodies, and that'll be it. And it's boring. I feel like they were kind of. They didn't give him a run, but I felt like they were kind of just given. They did give him the belt for like. Ten minutes or five yeah. minutes, right? They blew off the. They blew off like the big good feel moment too, which is really dumb. Because like now when he wins it again, it's not going to mean as much as that first time. So now he's yeah, chasing. Yeah, that, that was really stupid. It was really dumb. Like if anything, they should have done this to Ambrose. <laughs> I mean, they didn't want they didn't want it to trickle down though and to hurt Reigns. But like they gave away the big moment now, so that's it. It's yeah, but it's they could they couldn't do an Ambrose versus Sheamus right now. That wouldn't be. Ambrose. Yeah, they could. Because they could keep Reigns away from the title for a little bit longer and keep him away from Sheamus. Like instead of he's just gonna beat Sheamus. I mean, he's just he's gonna beat him so hard because Sheamus is such a jobber compared to Reigns. Mm. Do you think do you think uh, Reigns is gonna get the belt before WrestleMania? 
Yeah, I think so. I I think like again, I I think that Sheamus was just a was a like they were planning on giving him the belt, but now they had nothing else. They couldn't come up with anything else creative. Like you're telling me with the 80 plus wrestlers on your roster, you couldn't think of anything better. I like even one person pitched having an NXT invasion. And it was like I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. They were saying like have one of the NXT guys come out and uh, and Triple H like grants him a title match after the tournament and just have like a huge NXT invasion angle uh, on on it. Like at least that would get people talking. No one was talking positively about Sheamus winning the belt. I didn't. I I watched it. And I didn't feel as bad as everybody else did when I watched it. I mean, I felt like it was done the same way every other Money in the Bank was done. I mean, it was it was done relatively well, but. I don't know. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world having Sheamus as the champion. I I prefer him over Reigns right now, but just leading to hopefully Reigns getting a really big run at the end because I felt that tournament was so rushed. It didn't feel like this was really Reigns. This was going to be his big moment. It didn't feel like that to me. Like the match, I think it was mainly due to like the crowd sucking dick, but the match didn't feel like that great at all between him and Ambrose. Like the ending just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, and, oh wow. Yeah, that's over. I, didn't like it either. I mean, I didn't. I didn't hate the match, but it felt like it had like another ten minutes in it because it like they were just starting to turn it up, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this this could actually be really good. And I was I was actually getting invested, and then he just speared him and pinned him, and I was like, oh well, uh, okay. And then she, the yeah. whole Sheamus thing ends, and they still had like fifteen minutes of showtime. Oh, so they? I think maybe they they didn't they just didn't time it right at all because well, no, that they, match I mean, should have had more time. They often cut the pay-per-views short these days. I, yeah, I don't which is know dumb why. because they own the network. That's funny. Yeah, so, I, I have no idea. I mean, wait. So you're telling me Raw goes on longer than the pay-per-views? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, it, it does. does. That's awesome. Yeah. A bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raw goes. Raw goes like 30 minutes longer than the pay-per-views. Yeah. Which is really frustrating. Uh, I just. I just don't want yeah. a mid-card guy as as my champion. I, he's not a mid-card. He's guys an upper, don't mid, upper card guy. He's an upper yeah, card but guy. there's this was if they were okay. The, here's the example I give. If they were going to give the title to Sheamus, who in my opinion he's not bad. I mean, I, I I'm actually a really big Sheamus fan. I I like his style of wrestling. I like his character. His music's awesome. His uh, his appeal to me is great but not as a main event guy because of the way they treated him. It's not his fault. It's their fault. Because for a long time, I thought he was a main event guy, but they fucked up when they turned him face and they tried to make him funny and turned him into a John Cena clone. He sucked. And that was it. And after that, I've never really respected him since then. But if I had to choose between them evaluating Kevin Owens and making him into something, especially with the reactions he's getting and the, the amount of fans that are starting to get behind him and, and really make a new star over giving it to Sheamus, who in my opinion just feels stale. Give it to someone new. Like what it's like they're beating a dead horse saying, hey, remember Sheamus? Remember Sheamus yeah. used to be a champion three like three times. So now let's give it to him. Yeah. Give it to fucking Kevin Owens. I mean even no. Alberto. I don't like Alberto, but No, definitely not Alberto. No. I don't no, no. give it just, to Alberto Del Rio. I'd rather see Rusev champion than fucking Del Rio. Anybody but Sheamus. I like Rusev. I just bring up someone else. I love Rusev, but bring up this was Owen's time. If they really wanted to try and build new stars, because now they're complaining that they don't have new stars. Well, there you go. You just fucked over Owens, who is getting great reactions and I think could have had a nice little quick run with the title until they figured out what they needed to do. Was Owens even on Raw? I don't think he was. No, they said he was sick or something. Like the the rumor was he was uh like like really ill with a flu or something. So they they sent him home to get better. Honestly, honestly, um, 
I I kind of agree with the bummer. I I think Sheamus in the end is a better to have as champion right now than Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, what I, are your well, thoughts just, on Roman Reigns going back and winning the Royal Rumble uh, in two months? Oh, oh no, they can't do that. You yeah, sure? Gonna, you, I guarantee they're going to do it now. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's going to do it. If Wait, he doesn't, I thought, you said, Sheamus, I thought you said he was going to have the title before WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. If he doesn't beat Sheamus for the title, he's going to do it. But I have a feeling that even if he beats Sheamus for the title, they're going to pull some more Daniel Bryan bullshit. Because remember, Bryan won the like he beat Orton. Remember how he got screwed out of it? Then he beat Orton, and then they stripped him. They are doing a carbon copy of the Daniel Bryan storyline because they think the storyline is what got Bryan over, not the fact that he was over. So I guarantee, like, even if he beats Sheamus, Triple H is going to do some fuckery to get the title off of him. And then, because this is all building to Roman having to win the Rumble again and overcome the odds. And they seem to think that that is what will get Roman over when really, like, I think the only thing that could get Roman over is his cool factor. Like, he's a very cool guy when he gets in the ring. I like his he doesn't give a shit attitude. So like when he gets in the ring and he kind of he's quiet, but you can tell he doesn't that he's give a hearing shit. voices. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna kick some ass. I like that about Roman. But the moment they have him open his mouth and they try to make him into like sympathetic, I don't like that Roman at all. And that's what they're they're aiming for. They want sympathy uh, on him. Ugh. What's funny is I, I I was thinking he was a little too cool guy on Raw. I mean they they had this whole thing where he uh, he jumps Sheamus right, which I've always had this problem with faces jumping heels but whatever it's not important but he jumps Sheamus and then he's just like all happy go lucky oh look at my smirk I have I'm holding this belt I have to hand it back but I'm so cool that just holding this belt after jumping that guy from behind when he wasn't looking makes me awesome I don't know I that shit annoys the fuck out of me I just money in the bank is done I I am so done (laughs) it's been played out I mean I would say like three years ago it was done and they just if they found a way so i felt like the first couple of years they were putting effort into either making it a surprise or changing it up like rvd i loved rvd's cash in i thought that that was like almost oh. the perfect way to do it easily the best easily the best yeah, I, lo- I loved it and uh, well at least besides the like the very first one because of the shock value of it but uh, i liked punk's cash in because it was like you know a guy that the, now that's the way to do it where a guy isn't a main event guy but he wins and it still makes sense uh but now it's just every cash is the exact same thing mm-hmm. same thing it's all predictable you know when it's coming and it's just it's just all it's so boring and then it disrespects the title like before it disrespected the title but at least it was fun now it disrespects the title and it's just boring and predictable uh, i just they need to drop money in the bank or at the very least uh, make it like a specialized thing that only happens maybe every couple of years because it's just it's so played out. But I mean, a lot of their gimmicks are played well, out. I think the biggest problem is that they moved it from WrestleMania. So, yeah. uh, so you you so now it's in what July, June, July. So you're really halfway through the year. Uh, then the guy gets the belt. No one cashes in it immediately. Well, except Kane that one time. Um, but in general, no one really cashes in it immediately. You have it for a few months. Next thing you know, they cash it in right around hey December. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's yeah yeah, yeah it's but the problem. problem with mania was it was becoming too like i i can't even recall differences in the, the money in the bank matches because they were all fun i like them mm-hmm. but i can't tell you for the life of me like what was the difference between one and the other one besides the guys who won they were all blending together so i think it was actually kind of a smart idea to temporarily turn it into a pay-per-view but i think as a whole money in the bank is just dead i mean it's just it's just not 
a viable thing for them anymore. If anything, it's just a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's exactly how they used it, it with Sheamus. It also kind of worked better when it was one one money in the bank for two belts. Because at least you could yeah. be, oh, he might cash it in on this guy, oh, he might cash it on that guy. Yeah, when and they could switch shows and stuff. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying. I just don't like Sheamus <laughs> as champion, I, I, and I'm just I, bored with that. I mean, I don't really like him either, but I, I think he's their best bet right now. Besides, yeah, going with Kevin Owens, but they weren't going to go with Kevin Owens. Yeah, it's too early yeah. for Owens. Yeah, they, my opinion. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't too early for Sheamus. For, for them, it is. The first time. So I don't, I, I don't understand I that. Thought, I thought it was, but I thought it was me. definitely way too early for Sheamus when they first gave him the belt. Yeah, I didn't because I, I, I want. He I came like in like squash Cena. No, but yeah, exactly. Well, he didn't squash him. They they well, protected him. It was the table finished. It was yeah. Cena basically screwed himself. Yeah. Uh, but I like it when they try to give the belt to somebody very fresh that it might feel like it's too early. Because worst case scenario, you just you know, swap it back. But it gives them credibility instantly when they show up. So if it's done right, I thought Sheamus' champion was great when he, uh, when he first came in because it, it made him credible right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I hate that they have this roster full of so many awesome guys and they go with Sheamus to be the uh, lead character well, heel in their company. They have a lot of awesome guys, but they don't have enough main event guys, really. Yeah, well, and, that's their fucking fault. Because I, I, mean, I, I can tell you 20 also, guys well, that's, that's, right now that Well, I be. mean, that's not all their fault. Because yeah, all of a sudden, a three-time champion, four-time you call the world heavyweight champion, becomes champion. And you go, oh, that guy's a mid-carder. Yeah, because of the way they treated him. <laughs> it's their fucking fault. He, I used to respect him, and I would have said he'd be a great guy to keep in the main event scene, but they treated him like a mid-card joke. You, He's losing to people who were even under the mid-card in the lower card. That's their fucking fault. Like they, they are the reason that they're in the trouble that they're in because they don't respect the talent that they have. They just It's like unless you're Cena or unless you're in like the top maybe three or four guys – they just don't really care about anyone. Like they don't protect anybody anymore. When they protected Rusev for like over a year, that was awesome mm-hmm. because it actually showed that they could do long-term booking with somebody. It sucked that he lost to Cena, but hey, at least he lost to him at Mania, you know, where it mattered. Mm-hmm. It's just they didn't. They don't protect people, and then they get they're surprised when the internet basically backlashed on the Sheamus decision because he's just not seen as a main event guy anymore. And if they would kept him protected then I don't think anybody would have cared as much about him. Because I don't think people hate Sheamus. I think that they just don't like the way WWE has booked him. She- for the past Sheamus is the most main event guy up there right now, besides Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, I guess. But Dean Ambrose is kind of an upper mid-carder, too. Yeah, oh, but see, that's, that's the problem. Besides, besides Brock Lesnar showing back up, there really <laughs> was no one else to give the belt to as far yeah. as someone who's an, uh, you know, a main eventer. But again, whose whose fault is that other than WWE? Because they're the ones that told you for the past two years that only Cena and Lesnar are the two credible face made event talents, and they're still shoving reins down everybody's throat when half the crowd doesn't even respect them. So it's their fault. They they've booked these people, all everyone on their roster, to look like crap. Like Owens was made into a star overnight, right? Like everybody when yeah. he beat Cena, that was an amazing move. I really enjoyed that. Again, it gave him instant credibility. He was getting great reactions from the fans. They really liked him. Mm-hmm. And then they they squandered it. And he's just now starting to kind of get back some of that credibility that he had before just because he's such a, a talented, bigger wrestler. But it's their fault. I mean, it, and then they get upset when people don't get behind a Roman Reigns or a Sheamus. But they're the reason why people aren't getting behind a Sheamus or a Roman Reigns because, like as we've said on the past two podcasts, 
they could have easily had Reigns over if they had done it right, but they basically did like a how to not get somebody over and make everybody hate him tutorial. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's their fault, and and I'm not I'm like anybody who says, well, you know, you just don't like Sheamus, so that's why it's it's like no, I Sheamus is great. I mean, like one of my favorite Sheamus matches, which is I don't think a lot of people will even remember it, was when um. Uh, what kind of was it? Tensai, yeah, Tensai. When he kind of flopped, and they had a series of matches on uh-huh. SmackDown. Amazing! Mm-hmm. They just killed each other. I was like, wow, that's some of my, my favorite Sheamus matches. But I just don't respect him as champion, and and they, there's so many guys that they could bring up and God, just do more with. And I've been watching for more than ten years now, and this is easily the worst creative point of the company I have ever seen. And oh, I'm comparing oh, that no. to the Alliance. No, no, I'm comparing I, that to the I, Alliance. I, I'm. I'm convinced that the worst spot was between 2003 and 2005. So yeah, the like like basically when the alliance killed it, and then they were trying to come back, but it was well, the alliance difficult. was in 2001. Yeah. 2003 yeah, had you know it's like, it like oh it's big Papa Pump yeah yeah well, <laughs> it wasn't good it wasn't good anything when Triple H anything when Triple H was like riding really high that was <laughs> the worst creative point of you know the yeah, WWE. I mean, oh, we're worlds better than that right now. I'm sorry. I don't know though. I I wouldn't say worlds the, so better. Here's the difference though. Worlds the difference. better. The difference is oh, though so is that we did have we did have SmackDown with Paul Heyman running SmackDown. That was nice. The the difference I think though between that period and now is back then they were still trying to take care of certain guys in the mid card that they saw as future main event guys, but like now name somebody in the mid card that they are protecting for a main event run. I can't name one person. That they're protecting. They, they just everybody's cannon fodder at this point. There's nobody I see getting all like being protected to get a push into the main event roster. Not one person. I can't name one guy. Owens. No, but he's not being protected at all. He just he what just jobbed about? out to Reigns and and uh, Ambrose. Well, like he, he didn't job him. out to he Reigns. Job. He lost to Reigns. No, no, he lost to. Like, it was a cool, I, I, but he did. I disagree. He, he lost. He losing he and. Jobbing, jobbing out, out yeah, are not the same yeah. thing. Yeah, that's different. It's still, I don't see him as so credible. No one can lose. Everyone should just be fighting local talent. You know, every every like it was you know Raw in, the, in 1993 and stuff. Well, like I'm saying, on the end of that Fatal Four Way where he lost to Reigns, it was a really cool moment when he's like, "Come on, get in here! Like, let's do this." But Reigns pretty much squashed him once he got in. He didn't really do anything to Roman. Like, he just lost. Would have been nice to have had maybe a two three minute interaction between the two before Reigns beat him. But like that's that. This is what I'm saying is that, yeah, it was a cool moment, and it look he. I thought he looked cool in the eyes of the fans, but he wasn't protected in that sense because he stood up against Roman, and then he, he just went down against Roman. He wasn't, he wasn't hurt at all. I mean, I I don't. I think I just, Kevin Owens is being protected. I don't agree with you. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't agree. I don't. I don't see him if he transitioned. They'd have to do something big. He'd have to be some big moment to get him over. And it's he. I don't feel like if he just won the title out of nowhere, people would respect him as champion at this point because they, they haven't really protected him too much. I mean, he. I. I give it to you that he's protected probably the most out of all the mid card guys on the roster. But compared to back in the day, it's still not much. I, can, I just. Uh, I just. I think Rusev was probably the last guy that was a mid card talent that they brought up and they severely protected. But then the end goal was just to lose to Cena, so only Cena really got the rub from it. I don't know. I I think you also have to take into consideration like all of their top guys are hurt right now. Well, not like all, not all of them, but a lot of them. Like you got Orton out, you got Cena out, you got 
Rollins out now. I don't know where the fuck uh, Brock Lesnar is. I know he's not hurt, but no, he's just out. So that's also got to hurt when they're trying to book everything. All their top dudes are out. The issue there, though, is Rollins, I'll give it to you. Rollins is uh, 100% because uh, I think Rollins was one of the guys, even though they treated his character like crap lately. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. That sucks that he goes out. But the fact that in 2015, they're relying on John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and The Undertaker to make sure that their shows can draw and sell is fucking ridiculous. I, the, Ten years ago, those are the exact same people that they were relying to well, to get their shows. You, 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 no, you, you, you missed Triple H. Yeah, well, no, but not really though. I don't count him because he doesn't wrestle that much anymore. I don't. You, I don't. You know think what? I I had this thought going through my head. I know you guys are gonna fucking hate it because yeah. you don't like, like most Triple of your H. thoughts. Yes, exactly. Like every single one of them, not most of them, every single one of them. But I was thinking that Triple H should come back and uh, take over right now. Like no, as just go fuck yourself. I, no, I no, I, I agree with you. I, they they are so starved for talent because of how they booked everyone. Yeah, I think he, they should give him the title, make him the number one heel, and have him roll with it because there's no— He doesn't no, have to fight all the time because Brock can fight all the time. He's on every show. I will stop watching. Okay. And I don't mean forever. I will never stop watching forever. With Palmer. But, that, with but for sure, if he if he wins the—oh, Triple H is the champion now. I will get on this podcast and he'll be like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't watch on fucking Raw because I don't want to see Triple H come out, talk for 15 minutes about how he's the champion. Uh, Triple H on top— Nothing has pained me more in my wrestling life, Ugh. in my life of wrestling fandom, than Triple H on top, right. starting okay. every Raw, talking for 15 minutes. Oh, oh. Okay, but see, oh, you're biased on it then. You just don't like Triple H. Yeah. So no, I, can't, can't I trust love him. Triple H. Just I think he's awful when he's like the guy who runs – when he's the guy on top and he's the guy the, – you know, the candle holder or the torch holder. That's, that's the word. The torch holder for, for the fucking thing. I have Triple H fucking T-shirts, you know, sitting back there. I like Triple H. But I just think when Triple H is the champion, they make him too overpowering. It's impossible to beat him. It, it's, it's, just, it's just annoying. I think it's just bad. It's bad television. I think I'd it's bad have, television when he's on top. I'd rather have an overpowered uh, top heel in the company than someone like a Rollins or Sheamus that is just going to be jobbed out every yeah, single but week. It, it's not a good overpowering. It's not Brock Lesnar overpowering coming on destroying people. It's just, well, he, he can't lose. He, he, he just can't. It's, yeah, it's, I agree. I mean, it's annoying. Like was, when was his run, his World Heavyweight title run with Ric Flair that was like uh, one yeah, of the that, worst runs I've ever like seen? 07, 08, something like that. Yeah, that was awful. Like that. that was like when, he, like when they had a chance to make Booker T into someone really special and he just he called him a racist uh, he called he basically said like i'm racist and i'm gonna beat you and then he beat him and then like <laughs> they had a chance to like really evaluate rvd again and then he's like you smoke a lot of weed you're useless and i'm gonna beat you and then he beat him <laughs> and he just that, that was that was what i was talking about right? that was from like 2002 to i think 2003 That's was the year with with booker t oh you know WrestleMania. there you go yeah, that, it was, that's from like it was, 2002 to like 2005 like it's yeah. it's it's when I uh, thought Raw was bad. the worst. It, it was really bad because there was no direction. It, the direction was how can we continue to make Triple H win matches? I, I agree that was really bad. Uh, but at this point, they have nothing and they've built no one. And they apparently they continue to not want to build anybody really. They're just content with throwing a mid card guy in and then having him potentially just get slaughtered by Reigns. So I might as well just throw Triple H back in the mix. I I'm with Bomber. I think 
at this point, that would have probably been a better decision. Like, I would have actually legitimately been shocked if when Triple H came out, if uh, he like pedigreed Reigns and then took off his shirt, had the referee come out, and he just he just had himself win the title. I, I think it would have made a lot more That'd people. Be pretty cool. happy it would have it would have been shocking. Yeah. I would have not watched. I like how the, everybody was saying everyone is shocked that Sheamus is now the champion. Like it was like really okay. Yeah, everybody apparently didn't listen to Java Radio. I, they are missing out. They are the moment this music hit, I knew he was winning. I like Triple H. The moment Triple H came out, I knew yeah. he was winning. That was it. And the thing is, I do want to talk about that fucking crowd for a minute. At oh, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it was terrible. I've, One of the worst crowds I've ever heard. I I st- during the Taker match, he was trying. There was a part where he was trying to get the hot tag, trying to get Kane to come over, and he started pounding on the top rope, trying to get the crowd. Absolutely nothing. So he walks down onto the steel steps and starts stomping on the steel steps. Still nothing. It was <laughs> embarrassing. He was trying to do everything he could to get and people to start like cheering and nothing. A big reaction match too. Like that was probably the biggest reaction out of all the matches was that one. Well, and no, was, you don't remember how how incredibly over uh, Kevin Owens was there. Yeah, no, I, just, I mean he got a reaction. I'd say probably Owens. No, he got a reaction. I mean, like, people so – here's the difference between Owens and everybody, like, most of the other people that came out. Like, at least when his music hit, there was a pop, a slight so – I guess it would be more like a quiet saunter. <laughs> but, like, some of those matches – like, uh, my favorite match was uh, Ziggler versus um, – uh, God damn it. Why am I – Tell Breeze. Yeah, Breeze. I really enjoyed that match. I thought that they, they had a really fun match. Uh, you could have literally thought that everybody was looking down at their phones – <laughs> during that match. There was yeah. no reaction. Even when Ziggler came out, there was no pop. It was yeah. really, it was bizarro world that night. It was not it, good. It was a bizarre. It was, that's how it goes in the South, man. Yeah, they just didn't give a shit. And if you it, if take, can't get crazy. them going, no one can. That's, that's, how, that's how it goes in the South, bro? No, it don't yeah. go like that in the South. That's how it goes in the South. I'm sorry. No, you man. come to Charlotte, it's not going to be like that. If Ric Flair's there. No, I mean, well, of course, you're going to get a lot of woos, but. Yeah. There is a. No. There's still. I think there's still a divide in the kind of wrestling between what they were, what they're still kind of used to in the South, and what you know, today produces. And I, I think that's one of the reasons. I don't. I don't mean like, oh, they hate wrestling in the South and they're terrible fans. No. I just, you just get a different kind of reaction because they, they're still kind of into a different kind of wrestling in the South. Yeah, it was almost like a Japanese crowd where everybody's dead silent. Except they didn't. They didn't. Have- like cheer pay attention. Something they didn't pay happened. attention at all. Yeah, I don't know. I think Ambrose probably got the biggest reaction, but it wasn't much of anything compared to what he should have got. They 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 also ruined Charlotte and Paige. Yeah. Wow, well, I didn't like that match though. The, you know what I the just, problem is, and I and I've noticed this before. The problem is, and I've noticed this before with the girls that come out of NXT, when they wrestle in front of people not paying attention, they don't know what to do. It does. It fall. You're right. It falls apart. It, it it's seems like they, like they don't know what, what. I don't know what it is, but that's what happens. I don't know why, but they when they go from base. NXT, where like everyone's really you know cheering, they really like the women's wrestling in NXT, and then they go to Raw or they go you know some random place where no one's paying attention. The the NXT girls just fall apart. Well, they're also making the mistake of pushing the wrong chick as champion as well i mean sasha should really be the one that's getting the push i mean just the simple fact that they're chanting for her like during charlotte matches i like charlotte i think charlotte's fine i, I think she's actually pr- pretty damn good 
but Sasha, it's like, it's like they have money written on the wall in form of Sasha Banks, and they'll put her on Raw, but they're not like making her well, the focal point. It's kind of well. Weird. I think I actually think that's not a bad idea right now. Um, just to let her, just let her build up for a little bit. We're still, I mean, we're in fucking December. It doesn't matter who's champion right now. It really doesn't matter what you're doing with it all. Yeah, but sometimes you, the crowds can cool off, though. That's, that's the true. issue. Like, you, that's you might true, be right. But, you might be right, true, but, they but could you know, cool come January, February, that's a good time to start pushing Sasha. So I think you know it's not a bad idea with the way they're doing it because they're still putting her, you know, up front. She's still on Raw every week. You know, she's winning matches. She's the focal point of whatever that little bad crew is. You know, she's still there. It's not like she's you know standing behind Santino or some shit. Um, <laughs> So okay, I, I just I, think it's fifty-fifty. It could it could help her because it could make maybe people want her to have that's kind of the Daniel Bryan situation. They're not giving them uh, what they want, so it'll make them like her just on a much smaller scale. But I've seen it so many times where it's like you know they they say the phrase like pull the trigger on somebody. There's so many times where somebody is just they're ready for them. It's super. They're hot. It could blow up if they just push them, pull the trigger. And it, this could be like if they don't pull the trigger and then they do it later, like five months from now, and people don't care. So well, I mean, I don't, I don't think we're there with Sasha though. I, I don't think I, quite there. I think she could be the one that actually makes people care about women's wrestling. I think they could be off. too. I, I think she could be too. She's fantastic. I don't um, think, uh, but I don't think they're choice. behind her like that yet. I think they will be though. I just don't think Charlotte was the right choice. I think Charlotte's kind of been a fart so far. Unfortunately, I, I like her, but she doesn't seem to wrestle the raw chicks very well. She, unless it's an NXT person, she just kind of flounders against actual. Uh, raw talent that was already there, which I don't know whose fault that is, but it's it's I haven't really cared about her matches too much. Yeah, I mean I understand. I, I, I don't disagree with you there. Her matches haven't been particularly great on Raw. No, not not really. Hey Peanut, what do you think about this? <laughs> I think it's a great move to have Sasha um you know hold out and then pull the trigger. Uh, I actually was about to butt in to be honest. Oh, okay, good. Uh, See? And start touching on other things non-wrestling. Oh, not wrestling related, because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So, <laughs> God, you're on a wrestling, about wrestling podcast. Right? Oh. You know. oh, okay. What do we want to talk about, Peanut? That's what this is. Well, <laughs> I remember when we started, the, uh, when we were talking about redoing the podcast. <clears throat> Sorry. I uh, was trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I'm so happy you're back. That's the worst. <laughs> no, no, but uh seriously, uh has anyone seen Jessica Jones on Netflix? That's uh Yeah, okay. So let's keep the and, and the pod has come to a screeching halt. No, I have. I have I mean I have too. <laughs> it's great, but this I mean, I was also like, uh, can we just change entire direction? Can you imagine if you were watching Jessica Jones and halfway through they were like, uh, you know what I really like? Uh, how I Met Your Mother. And then all of a sudden it was How I Met Your Mother. That'd be very strange. And that's what just happened on this yeah. podcast. <sighs> totally. Good. About Jessica Jones. Because it's, it's really good. Uh, see, it's, I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, did you see uh, – how many people here have seen Daredevil on Netflix? I've seen the first episode. I, I watch oh. – I've seen all the Marvel stuff. Actually, I watch mm. all the superhero stuff. So you t- okay? So you have seen it, okay? Yeah. Um, you you fucked up, bomber. Um, go back and watch episode two. Okay. Of no, Daredevil, watch, watch episode, episode one and then watch episode two. I've yeah, seen episode, episode one. two. Episode two is the one that hooks. Though it has one of the best fight scenes on television I have ever seen in my life. 
ever, huh? It's amazing. It's, oh, it's now, incredible. Was, hmm? Go ahead. It's oh no, it's it's incredible. I was actually just rewatching after watching Jessica Jones. I started rewatching uh, Daredevil, and yeah. I got to that fight scene, and it's oh. it's. It's well, yeah. It's absolutely the best I've ever seen on television, and maybe yeah. even in film. I mean, it's 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 what you want a fight scene to be. Wait, which which one is it? The uh, the hallway the fight, fight scene in the hallway. Blank. Little boy or little girl, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, okay, it's, okay, don't, don't, don't spoil it. We're trying to get this out. guy to watch it. No, no I mean it doesn't spoil anything. Daredevil just goes to rescue somebody, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and no, I was wasn't hooked on episode one, but two was, was what great. caught me. Um, but Jessica Jones, I'm on. We just finished episode five, so we're not. We're almost halfway through, and uh, I really like it. It's a much different tempo than Daredevil, but I think that's a good thing because you don't want all of the Netflix superhero shows to be the you know the same carbon copy. I like the villain is amazing so far. I re- yeah. I love because uh, so this villain uh, is his name is Kilgrave, and I I was never a Jessica Jones fan of comic books, even though I did I read Marvel like crazy, but I don't remember her. Uh, but his power is he basically is like it's like mind control, but it actually has to do with uh, what is it, Rab? It's like endorphins or something he gives out. But he can tell you to do it's, something. It's it's, do. it's a it's like a it's like a virus or something. Yeah, like he's he's yeah. actually sick. Yeah, and that's actually what he's infecting you with. Yeah, it's it's great because uh, she the setup is she has powers. She tried to be a superhero. Oh, by the way, if anyone's listening and is going to watch Jessica Jones and doesn't want this spoiled for you, it's not spoiled. This is the setup of the series. You don't find out it's a virus until like five episodes in. Oh, wow. So it's a virus. It doesn't matter. Who cares if it's a virus? It does matter. Either way, he just tells you to do something. No, it it completely matters. So you're telling me it's a virus. Well, now just listen to the setup. So the setup is she's a hero. She tries to, or at least tries to be a hero because she she has like super strength and she can jump really high and stuff. And he casually basically just finds her and forces her to be his just slave. I mean, overall, that's exactly what it is. She does everything he wants and, and she has nothing. She she gets away from him. So the story is them kind of, her, her basically tormenting him and she tries to take him down. That's the whole story of the first season. And uh, I'm only on five so far, but goddamn, it's good. I, I love the character development. They, they actually take time, like Daredevil, to really make you care about people. It's not. It doesn't seem like it's a DC movie when they just throw shit in and go care about it. It's, they're building her, and I re- I like her character a lot. I like uh, the inclusion of Luke Cage, which I never liked Luke Cage in the comics. The Rock is in the Rock going to be Luke Cage? No. What? No, The Rock is not Luke Cage. No. I heard he was going to be Luke Cage in a movie or whatever. <laughs> he's actually going to be in the Green Lantern movie. He's going to be um, – the rumor is that he's not going to be Green Lantern. He's going to be the Shazam? villain in the Green Lantern movie. Oh. I swear to God I heard that oh, he was no, no, be Shazam. Luke Cage. That's right. No, you're right. I think I fucked up. It's Shazam, isn't it? He's the villain. He's um, the villain in the Shazam movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's who he's signed on to be. Yeah, he's in, he's in – oh, is he the villain? I thought he was Shazam. No, he's going to be want, the villain. I want to see someone Shazam. Yeah, no, he's, I think he's going to be the villain. Yeah, he's a villain. Uh, Black Black Adam, I think is what he's called. Okay. Um, but it's it's yeah. really really yeah, solid. Yeah, And uh, I'm also happy that the Punisher is going to be getting a focal point on the Netflix uh, series oh, soon. Oh yes, the uh, Walking Dead dude, right? Shane. Yeah, great choice. Great choice. Is he good? Uh, well, it hasn't started yet. Oh, he hasn't he's showed up make, yet. Okay. He's going to make an appearance in Daredevil season two, and then they're going to work on giving him either a movie on Netflix or giving him his own series. That's cool. So I'm pretty happy about it, but Rab. So without spoiling past episode five for me, well, how do you how do you like the series overall? You really like it? Oh, it was it was great. I mean, I watched it all on that first Saturday after it came out because I couldn't. 
I was busy on that Friday. Um, yeah, it was it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like you said, the pace is very different from Daredevil, but it you know it makes it feel like it's not just Daredevil with someone else. It makes it feel like this is Jessica Jones, you know. And I I, I like the way they do that, um, you know. And even Agents of Shield feels different, and that's all Marvel. It's it's made by the same guys, you know, Marvel, you know, Entertainment or whatever, Marvel tele, Television. Um, but all the shows feel different, and and I really like that. And, not, and have, apparently, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, apparently they're going to make you know two more shows, and one of them is going to be like a sitcom. Uh, like they're just going to put all these shows in the Marvel universe that just touch on different things, and I really like that. Yeah, that sounds good. They're doing. Um... Iron Fist, well, it's Luke Cage is next. And then he said in an interview that it's going to be a significantly different feel once again because it's not going to be like Jessica Jones. It's going to be different, which I believe them now after seeing, you know, the two different shows. Then Iron Fist. Then they're going to do the Defenders movie on Netflix. Oh. Uh, and then they'll go back to doing the season, the next seasons. I think Daredevil is going to get a season, though, before. This doesn't uh, sound Defenders. like too much to you guys? No, I love it. Uh, if you watch Jessica Jones and Daredevil, you'd love it too. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's the perfect amount because the Netflix stuff is even though it's in the same continuity as the Marvel movies, they don't hammer it home. They're they're more like references. So like they'll kind of talk about the alien invasion as um how, what do they call it, Rab? I can't remember. Is it like the incident? Or... Yeah, the the incident, the events. Yeah, they don't they don't like they don't go in talking about aliens and whatnot. Like with Jessica Jones in particular one of the things I find interesting is they kind of show you not just the positive side, but they show you the negative side of people not really trusting superheroes uh, just because of the destruction that they've brought. So you kind of see the negative side of it. When, like in the Marvel movies, they talk about it, but they don't really show it. The, you, and this is you actually seeing the direct response of superheroes being there. Cause you know how it would be. I mean, that's realistic. Half the people would love them. Half the people would say they're a nuisance and they shouldn't be around and they're more trouble than they're worth. So I don't think it's too much because Netflix, it only one only comes out like every it's like four months or five months or whatever. So they're not doing too much. Well, there's also long. Agents of Shield. I don't watch that though. I tried and I didn't like it. That's because the first season isn't that good. Uh, starting yeah, like episode nine in the first season, it gets really good. Season two of Agents of Shield is incredible. Okay, mm. so I got well. That's when they started. Well, full spoilers for anybody, but I know I, I follow it. I just don't watch it. But I know that they're starting to include the Inhumans in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, good. that's what's happening in season two. Well, really, once it once you hit like Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um, is when when Shield get it starts getting really really good. Good because right. you know they do tie it in with the movie, so you know. Yeah. Uh, the first you know, the the, the, the first episode after a movie can, comes in comes out. Uh, you always get something that touches on the movie. So after Winter Soldier, there was a lot with Winter Soldier. After Thor, there was a lot with Thor. Um, leading up to the last Avengers movie, they kind of like threw it at the Avengers. Um, but it's good. Yeah. Um, don't I guess we can use it as a segue, though. What do you guys think of the uh, Civil War trailer? Oh, it's that's what trailers um, should be. Superman is what trailers should I, not be. I, uh, I always thought that was great. I, um, I caught a lot of shit already about this but i wasn't the biggest fan of it uh it looked like it was way too much like talking and not that much going on oh man i disagree so hard i know i've i already <laughs> talked about this before with some of my friends and i totally got shit on but i i don't know i 
Ah, man, I don't know. I didn't. First of all, I'm not the biggest superhero fan. Um, okay. I like Batman and stuff. I haven't seen the Winter Soldier. Uh, I didn't know any of the dudes in that trailer, like the guy he was talking to at the beginning and the the guy with the wings. That's because you didn't watch Winter Soldier. I know. I know. God. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. Watch <laughs> oh my it god. Okay. So you're yeah. you're like a general <laughs> public audience member seeing the trailer instead of somebody that like me and Rab know a lot about comic books. I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So like when I see things, I know I know right away usually what it is. But you you would be like a casual person seeing the trailer. Exactly. And okay. I I was introduced to the story through uh, Ultimate Marvel Alliance on 360. I don't know if you guys ever played the game, but it was fucking amazing. And you go through the whole Civil War story and it was cool i I did like the story in the game and everything so i kind of understand i know it's going to be iron man versus captain america and they're going to be like they're going to have like each of them have their teams i guess you can say almost and battling it out so i am looking forward to that but the the trailer just looked i don't know it looked like it was too talky there was too there wasn't enough when you think of a superhero movie you think okay there's going to be some crazy shit the whole time it just I don't know. It looked a little tame compared to what most of the superhero I'll, movies. I'll let, let Rab, Rab go on this. I, I know we're going to agree. So with Rab, uh, say your thoughts on the rebuttal. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, yeah, right. I don't, <laughs> I don't so, <laughs> so, I mean, what? OK, first off, you don't just throw all the fight into the into the trailer. You won't, you kind of yeah. try to build into what the movie is going to be. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a little more talky. So, I mean, so was uh, Civil War. Civil War is a little more talky than like the Avengers was, but it was good talky that moved the story forward and it was interesting. You mean, um, you mean uh, Winter Soldier? What did I say? You said Civil War. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Winter Soldier yeah. was probably like the best comic book movie ever. I made. actually heard that. I heard that it was like one of the best. I did hear Oh, yeah. Amazing. I loved Winter Soldier. Lots of talking, but talking that mattered and pushed the story forward in a positive way. I'm also not a big Captain America fan. He's, I mean, he's I'm cool. not either. I'm more of a big, I'm a Batman fan. I like Batman. I hate Superman. I don't know. I can't watch Super, Superman movie. I'm sorry. I can't. There, Superman's just way too boring for me for some reason. So what are you going to do this spring? Yeah, you, you're half of you will hate the movie. <laughs> well, I, you, well, you know who the fuck I'm cheering for. There you go. <laughs> It's uh well watch go watch because I I'm with you I don't I'm not a big Captain America fan I never was when I read the comic books hmm. the first Captain America movie is a waste of time I mean, it's not I have bad. seen that one I have seen that one yeah it's not bad it's okay but doesn't really affect anything mm-hmm. either uh but watch the second one dra- watch yeah, it drags Winter on Soldier a bit, well the, the the first one's good if you don't know anything about Captain America yeah and that's it. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's I just, it just doesn't really matter because all you need to know about him is he's a super soldier. He was from the World War Two era, got like basically caught in ice, thawed mm-hmm. out, and now he's around. And that's that's the first movie in a nutshell. And the second one, though, the second movie is easily one of the best superhero movies ever made. Like because it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. It feels more like a spy thriller. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's so it's just and then the the big twist, which you know we won't say, but most people know, uh, the big twist is in it that is like what? Because <laughs> I never read the comics, so I didn't know. Uh, to that point, I didn't know that. I mean, that you was... can say it if you want. It's been out long enough, so it's my own fault. But it's just, it's, I don't want to fuck it up for you though, because it's a cool moment when it happens. So go watch that. You'll like it. It's really good. I mean, really good. And it, apparently, this that movie are making Civil War. So I'm completely on board. I'm super excited and happy for it. The trailer was great, though. I mean, like how you couldn't get a boner 
for that end end of the fight between the Winter Soldier and Cap and Iron Man. Oh, uh, when they were like beating the shit out of him, that was. Yeah. Pretty, I mean, that was that was that was fine. I, I like that. I, I, I like to beat the shit out of Park. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, action, bro. <laughs> less, <laughs> less talky, more hitty. I mean, for somebody that's not that much into it, I mean that <laughs> Southern that wrestling. works for me. So okay, well, like okay, so then the other thing we tried to talk about at the start of the show, but yeah. we got into a rant. Uh, the Batman Superman trailer, the second trailer came out, and it's like the polar opposite of what not to do that Civil War did right in their trailer. Or like Star Wars is another one that people are saying, well, look at how everything was done perfectly in the Star Wars trailer. This, The problem I have with Batman Superman is they literally just showed you the entire movie. I, I know I, I exactly what's so going to happen. I, I was furious. Oh, my God, I was pissed. When, I was pissed. When, uh, shit, now his name's escaping me. Doomsday? Yeah, I was furious when Doomsday showed up. Yeah, because it's not really Doomsday. It's it's like a hybrid Doomsday, because it's what Zod. Is, it's Zod fucked up. It doesn't really matter to me that's not, you know, quote-unquote, really yeah. Doomsday. I just didn't want to like, know. Shit. Uh, oh, you wanted it to be a surprise? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean, it's such a big job of making him a surprise in the first trailer. First of all, it looks like it's going to be like, you know, I'm guessing it's going to happen like two-thirds of the way into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So nothing before that? It, it, it's uh, eh, fuck it. And then uh, showing the Batman and Superman of kissed and made up is horseshit. Because the whole, all they had to do was show that they're gonna fight. Because that's it. That's the selling point of the movie. Everybody is coming to see this movie to see them fight. Everybody knows they're gonna make up. Obviously, they're gonna make up. It's gonna happen. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not surprised by it. But to show in the trailer them being like. <laughs> Buddy, buddy, at the end. It ends with a joke. It ends with a joke. Yeah, it's called Batman versus Superman, and it ends with them having a casual joke with one another. <laughs> I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. Winky, winky. I mean, yeah. the fuck, man. They, somebody made a good point I watched. They said, the first trailer is for us, is for comic book fans. The second trailer is for mom and pop that go into the movies and don't really know what it is. They only know the previous movies like the previous Nolan universe. So they made it casual. Like it's casual as fuck. If you watch it, even like the opening, it's a conversation. So mm -hmm. it's supposed to be very casual and comforting and just not intense. <laughs> and it, was, it's, it was for me. Oh, God, it was for you because it was No, bad. it wasn't. You've been like, where's all the fight? So much talking. <laughs> so much talky-talky. <laughs> Dude, it does start with a ton of talking. It does. And see, that's I, weird because I thought it was that that was fine. So maybe I just didn't like the Civil War one. Maybe I don't know. I think you're just more of a DC guy. Bomber, it's very easy to figure out when you don't like something versus something you like. You give it away so easily. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You used to watch, w <laughs> used to watch WCW, right? Uh, uh, I, I did, yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> so you're always negative towards WWE and certain things. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not negative towards everything WWE. Certain no, no, but I, no, one said, no one said everything. Oh, okay. you can that's what, yeah, that's, I can what, just, uh, that's what Zion's job is. I can tell. You like, right, right, Rab? You can tell when Bomber doesn't like something as a whole versus something he likes as a whole. He gives away little tells. And What's his, funny, I can tell when you don't like something because you'll yell it. I can tell <laughs> when he doesn't like something because he won't admit it. <laughs> All right. We know it's like a relationship now. You know what? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I refuse to. <laughs> Damn. See, I, I, mean, I did. I, oh, man, I did have something important to talk about with wrestling related. And I feel weird. 
Now let's back go. Because you stop talking no, about it. You're making the same mistake that Peanut made. Just talk. Like, well, bottom, line, bottom line, didn't like the trailer. I thought Civil War handled it properly. And like my interest died by 50%. For, I'll still see it, but it died by 50% for that movie. I'm Actually, there is that. a recut trailer. Someone within hours recut the trailer, just oh, using the footage from the trailer, which makes the trailer better. Oh, I gotta go see that right now. Okay. I, I will. I will drop it into the chat. Yeah, please you do. You can put it right here in the comments section. Pretend I'm pointing down. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, um, I'll, I'll throw that out there. That's yeah. it. That's my final thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, three minutes seems a little long for a trailer, but I don't, when does that come out? Is it beginning of 2016? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, it's close. It's but... in March. No, not March. It's, it's in May. Um, yeah, May. May. So the fifth. Okay. Hmm. It didn't look like the worst to me, but I don't know. I'll still see it. So, Batfleck, what uh, what's your wrestling thing? Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to bring up anything it's else? It's a wrestling podcast. We're, we're I know of- that's why I feel weird. But I mean, anyway, we were <laughs> going to talk a little bit about NXT. We talked. We said we were going to bring that up on this show, and I did want to talk about uh, Sammy Callahan, Solomon Crow, uh, being released from. Or leaving, I don't know how that. Which, he, which he requested. Works. He requested his uh, release. Yes, and he is now no longer in uh, NXT. And yeah, I mean, he wasn't very good. I mean, I, he's awesome on the indie scene. I, I really, I'm a huge, huge fan of him on the indie scene. Um, as Sammy Callahan, his PWG stuff is actually how I was introduced to him. But I know you know him because he's big in CCW and whatnot. Yeah, I, uh, I had a picture. I was waiting to show you guys. If you look in the chat, <laughs> I know people at home will be able to see it. But it shows, I'll describe it to you. It shows a picture of Sammy Callahan and it says, Sammy Callahan returns home. CZW, Cage of Death, December 12th. Uh, I mean, he's going to make more money. I assume that's what it came down to was, because I know the NXT guys aren't paid very well unless they're the oh, names. Yeah. So like Kevin Owens, uh, Sammy Zayn are paid probably much better because you know they were names when they came in. But he was not really a name because he's, he's famous for independent wrestling fans but nobody yeah. beyond that would really know who he is so i'm sure he wasn't making very much uh, they weren't really doing anything with him and honestly he just wasn't really impressive at all uh he just he just he kind of was a fart in the dark i it didn't it didn't really he didn't <laughs> look at you rhyming look at you rhyming he didn't click i didn't i didn't like him and that surprises me because i like him so much on the indie scene but he just did not shine in the wwe setting at all so if he, it works good it's really cool he couldn't capture the crowd. The crowd didn't like him. I only got to find – I tried to find matches with him in NXT. I only got to watch one match of his, and it was against that fucking – the – I can't think of his name, but he's like the uh, the hippie-looking dude. Um, fuck, he comes out with like signs CG, and stuff. CJ Parker. There you oh, go. There you I go. Yeah. Yo, he, he's, him, not, he, he's been gone for a while. He's yeah, not even around anymore. I like yeah, him. it was like – it was Solomon's like debut, so – but – after well, I think it was during his little hacker thing or something, but I couldn't I mean, find threw, like any matches out, of his. They threw him out there a bunch of times after that. They no one like they just the crowd didn't like him. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't get behind him, and and the NXT crowd could kill you that way. But it's interesting how he was the one that asked for his release. So yeah, I mean, good, good for him. Well, I think it, I think it became yeah. clear to him that he wasn't really going to go anywhere there. And mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if you're not going to go anywhere in NXT, then you're definitely not going to go up to WWE, and you're not going to make any money. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know he was probably making a killer on the indies because he was one of the top indie guys. Yeah, I mean, PWG was paying him a shitload to be there, so I imagine he's going to be making probably double, if not triple. Yeah, what he was making before, yeah. 
Yeah, in the NXT. Because NXT, they don't even pay them bonuses for the pay-per-views. So it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're better off if, you know, maybe what he can do is he can rebuild himself, kind of take some time to figure out a new character direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in five years they bring him back and try it again. Because, I mean, they they brought back several people like that for NXT. Guys that just didn't Absolutely. work out right they've, away. They've, so. done that, they've done that a lot recently. Yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if he came back. It just he just definitely needs to find something. I think maybe he had that hacker character planned, and it fell apart on him, and then he had nothing after that. Yeah, I mean, I would hope he didn't plan that because that's that was. I imagine me, he did because he debuted weird. like it. So I, Ugh. I, I imagine he came up with it. I actually well, thought it was fine. Up. He fucked up with that. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't. I I watched some of his vignettes and stuff. It looked super cheesy, super corny. Yeah, but that's I thought it was interesting. Right yeah, I thought it was different. It made him stand out, and instead of him just hitting the microphone on his head, yelling "crow," <laughs> like uh, <laughs> not good. Yeah. yeah, you don't even have much to say about it, Bomber. That's how interesting he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't get to see many of his stuff. I was disappointed. He was never featured on any of like the pay per view. I guess because he wasn't getting over. But I don't know. I was. I'm happy to see that he's going to be back in CZW, but. I mean, that's just me being you selfish. You and 20 people that's, are that's really happy. Being, hey, that's me being selfish. 20 people are really happy. 20 of us are, oh uh, are going to get him paid more than he was getting gonna, paid over there. He's going to pop that crowd of 20 people so hard. <laughs> you guys are such dicks. God damn. Well, um, well I mean, to, to, to point out how little they make, there was this. I don't know if you guys know who Blue Pants is. Yeah, no idea. Right? She, well, she's like a jobber in NXT. Okay. Yeah, she's she's like a female jobber who goes by the name of Blue Pants. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, she had a lot of heat on her in the back because she's she's just a jobber in NXT. She's got like the same kind of deal that like Rhino has, where like she can just show up and you know job in a couple matches, but then keep doing the indie scene. Mm-hmm. And apparently, she was getting heat on her because she was able to make more money off NXT than the people who were actually in NXT. Because she could turn NXT into like indie indie appearances and sell like blue pants merchandise, while the you know the girls who are actually on NXT couldn't do anything but be on NXT. Interesting. Which is like yeah, a this- shitty reason to get heat on yourself, because <laughs> apparently she's supposed to be like a nice person. Like a lot of people like her, but like she got heat on her because she was making more money because she was smart. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. But well, yeah, she was, she, because she was smart enough to like allow herself to be a jobber. Yeah, to like job at NXT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is that? Why does that gain you heat backstage? Yeah, like, that would because people yeah. are jealous. It's really dumb. I don't get it. She just came back though, didn't she? I yeah, she was on the last picture. episode. It was great. I'm gonna look yeah. up the see what she looks like. I I don't know. Yeah. she's famous for doing cosplay. She I wish she would do it in WWE. Just but blue they, pants. You know, she, they just want her as a jobber, but on the indie scene, yeah, though, every pants. match she has a new cosplay outfit. So she does like Freddy Krueger. Um, she's done like I mean even like Neo from the Matrix. Like she sometimes she'll do very obscure and sometimes she'll do very in stuff. Her uh, newest one is she's blue pants on some indie appearances, but she dresses as uh, the Pip Boy outfit, like the Vault outfit from Fallout. Yeah, I saw that. She's great. I she's so much fun. I wish that she was more local over here so I could actually see her at an indie show, but she lives over there. Oh, yeah, I see you're dressed up as uh, Chun-Li for him on uh, Street Yeah, she seems great. It's funny, though. I'm, I imagine then Samoa Joe probably makes a shitload of money because he does appearances outside of NXT still on a regular basis as well. Same with, like, Ciampa and um, hmm. uh, Johnny Gargano. 
So they're probably doing really well for themselves, and they just get to wrestle for WWE on a part-time basis. It's pretty decent. Yeah, I think that's I like a her. great positive note to start wrapping things up on. <laughs> do we still do plugs? Oh, we still do this at the beginning, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I, was, <laughs> do we, I like yeah, how you're I coming on. That, but I didn't know do we still like, do this, plugs? Or... But this motherfucker didn't at least listen to the last <laughs> podcast, so he doesn't know that. He doesn't know, you know. He, I like, hey, he, at least hey, he asked. Rab, hey, you wouldn't listen to it either if you weren't on. That's true. <laughs> but I am on. You but should Rab, show up more often. Either if you, you're barely on this one. <laughs> yeah, you were. You had an intro, a middle thought, and you're closing it out. <laughs> I didn't have a middle thought. I had a middle transition. He did have a transition. terrible transition. That was transition. In I closing thought. notes, everyone watch NXT, and we that, way, that you, know, you can watch NXT London. <laughs> yeah. I, I I will definitely watch that one for sure. I mean, I, I definitely enjoy watching NXT versus watching Raw. Like, yep. Oh, yeah, it's not a struggle. It's not a, a fight in willpower to keep watching. I watch it for I watch it for fun, and I can even watch like like not all the matches are great, but at least the crowd's having fun, and it's it's nice. It's very nice. And before we do close, I just want I just want to throw out a, just a question unrelated. Um, Brock Lesnar. When does anybody know when he's supposed to be coming back? I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm tired. I'm tired of he's wrestling. He's wrestling Ronda Rousey. Yeah, <laughs> tired of the part-time guys. I I just oh. don't. I don't. I don't get the. I, I. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. It's to me. It's hurting their product more than it's helping their product now. I, I liked it's, it. Yeah. I liked it when he was champion. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna go but, towards. Was I would like to see him come back and be champion again. I don't know if he can catch know. that. They can't do it again. Yeah. Yeah, he can. Comes back. It was really fucking. It was really Rumble? cool when it happened, but... You yeah. can't capture that magic again. Yeah. He's not a monster anymore. I mean, he's still going to be a beast, but he's not, not the same as he was when he was champion. I mean, yeah, uh, there's nothing compared to, you know, just going and he won destroying The match. Undertaker at WrestleMania and then, like, becoming unbeaten. Yeah, but it's, it's just not the same. Well, of course yeah. it's not the same, but he's still... They need to stop putting emphasis on people that are going to be there one-third of the time... And then being very confused as to why num- nobody that's there all the time isn't over. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Brock Lesnar is super, super awesome, guys. You should really get behind him. Oh, oh, he's gone. Oh, fuck. What do we do now? Because that's, that's what it's turned into with all these part-time guys. Like, Wyatt losing to Undertaker is the biggest goddamn fucking stupid bullshit Move. It was his 25th anniversary, man. It doesn't matter. Who's going to remember that? Do you, what did Undertaker do for okay. his 20th? If they, if it would have been a little bit better atmosphere, people would have remembered it. But what? No, no. What? What did Undertaker do for his 20th anniversary at Survivor Series, Bomber? His 20th? I have no. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a huge milestone. What did he do? I, I could not tell you. Yeah, because nobody's going to fucking remember in five years what he did here on that night. It won't I matter. Really forgot what he did. He tombstone uh, Luke Harper. He, yeah, it, it he doesn't even. It doesn't even. It doesn't even matter. It. Who gives a fuck if it's his anniversary? Wyatt is hurting. He's dying. He's on life support, and they just. They just continue to bury him. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Ah, it's so frustrating. It's oh. so frustrating. Don't worry. He'll he'll beat the, he'll beat the Dudley Boys. Speaking of that, shut the fuck. Uh, Speaking uh, of that match, um, even if you were the Dudley Boys now, I mean shit. That's so. Don't awful. tell me to shut the fuck up. That's who he's in a feud with. That's so. It's true. It's so awful. It's so awful. They have this top tier heel with a faction who could help protect him on the way to the title. 
Uh, but instead, they bury Wyatt and they push Sheamus as that heel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> With the by faction the way, I that doesn't actually... make any sense. Oh, no, the, the, the faction's fantastic. I love the League no, of Nations. No, not as, a, not as a main event faction, though. It's great. I mean, as a I mean, mid-card it, faction, great. It, it might be. Well, no, there's no such thing as a main event of a faction of nothing but main yes, eventers. the Wyatts are a main event faction. No, I'm it's not one all of guy them. who has that's been what I'm saying, just though. as treated badly as everyone else. And no, Sheamus has been treated better than, than Bray Wyatt. I don't know what you're talking about. No, but beforehand, as a faction, though, I think that they work a lot better as a potential title protection main event faction. Mm. Uh, like what? What the fuck are they? they at mm-hmm. least they're the Wyatts. They're actually a team. They won't just put together mm-hmm. last minute to try and make Sheamus look credible. Like this is already a team that was around. And again, if they had handled him better, he could easily be the top guy in the company in terms of being a heel. I but instead, that. they're pushing the mid card guys. Like it just doesn't make fucking sense. They're upper card guys. They're not mid card guys. Oh, God, Except for I Del Rio, I don't like him. Well, thanks, Bomber. Sorry, Thanks, I know. Bomber. I'm sorry. Now I we're ending to, on a negative note. I just wanted to throw, <laughs> I just no, wanted to throw in a Brock Lesnar question, and I didn't think it was going to spin out of control. No, but I mean, like that's something I wanted to talk about. Nope, I, you I'm ruined sick it. Of the part timers. I'm sick of the part time guys. I like seeing them, but I hate when they are become the the full focus of shows because it's a temporary increase in views for them. It's it's so it's so WCW. It's like. Well, let's throw Hogan and Goldberg on Nitro and not build it into something more long term. And yeah, we, yeah, you got a huge increase temporarily, but then you fucked yourself because because now nobody cares about anything. And it's like with Lesnar, yeah, he's gonna come in for two months or a month or whatever, and it's gonna be interesting. But then when he leaves for six months, you fucked yourself because nobody cares about anything else when he's gone. True. They just want to watch when he comes back. I, I never, I never like to hope for someone's injury, and I'm not hoping for his injury. But if Roman Reigns got injured right now, it'd be the best thing to happen. Oh my God, you're an asshole. No, but it's what would they the truth. They, they have to figure something out. Yeah, something creative instead of just well, let's throw more people at Reigns. <laughs> I that's... don't want him to get injured. I don't wish injury on anyone. I'm just saying hypothetically, if he did, it'd be the best thing. To ha- it's <laughs> like when Stone, when Stone Cold got injured. When Stone Cold got injured, they had to figure something out, and that thing was The Rock. Yeah, it did. It gave him a chance. Like, I feel like Ambrose would probably finally get the call up as the new guy, because even though he's getting much bigger, better pops than Reigns, they're never going to do anything with him, because Reigns is the guy. And they, Rock, they Rock Austin only got to be what Rock Austin was, because Austin got hurt, and The Rock had to step up. Yep, 100%. And then, the, and then Austin came back, and then you yep. had two top-tier guys. I agree, and that's so. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I want him injured. Yes. I'm like, oh, I hope he, you know, trips down the stairs or. But anything. I think it's safe I'm just to saying say it's it'd be the say. best thing to happen to them right now because they're stuck. They're just stuck. I agree, but I think it's safe to say there's nobody on that roster right now that has the caliber of talent of Stone Cold or The Rock. Yeah, but again, that's not to, to do that. that. I don't think that's the fault of the people. Like, imagine. Oh, it's Rock definitely not the fault of the people. No, no, but imagine Rock and Austin in this day and age under this type of booking. It would never work. You, you would have one of them as the top guy, and then the other guy would just dwindle in mid-card hell until they give him like a miscellaneous push, and then he'd just go back to mid-card hell. They don't build main event stars anymore like they used to. They used to let people shine on their own and kind of get over on their own, but now if you do that, you become Daniel Bryan, and they say, fuck you. Just, <laughs> just, just everyone watch NXT. It's, yeah. it's, exactly, <laughs> just watch it's, NXT. Exactly, it's exactly what you guys want. 
Yeah. Everyone just being themselves and having fun. And that's what pissed me off. They had Daniel Bryan chance uh, at the Survivor Series during the during the Undertaker match when they double choke slammed Braun Strowman through the table. The crowd, like you took to the crowd, and everybody's going, "Yes, yes." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Like. Yeah, it's kind of a universal chat now, though. Oh. Yeah, I would say they got they got appropriate. You know what is not a Stone Cold Steve Austin chant? What is no, just a thing people say? And that's yeah. on the and yes, it's turning into that, which is not great for Daniel Bryan, but it is yeah. what it is. But I I have severe doubts that he'll make it back anyway. And if he is coming back, he's totally coming back at the Rumble, and he's totally going to get thrown out by Reigns, and it's going to be amazing. I hope so. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I was really hoping I. I was hoping you were building up to a positive moment there, and I could be like, well, that's a positive note to end on, but nope, that didn't well, happen. No one even noticed that, that was a negative moment here. until I you're like, a... oh, my God. Like, fucking Debbie Downer over here in the corner. Crap. You're all so sad. I mean, Jesus I Christ. But this will fix everything. Peanut, uh, this is the way we're going to end the anyway, show. Anyway, we're wrapping. We're, uh... Hold on. Shut up, Peanut. We're going we're gonna to end this on a positive note. Peanut, give us your inspirational moment of smiles right now. That Every show is going to end with you telling us something I'm very happy that's going to make us smile. Go. You just put me on the spot. I can't do this. You know <laughs> and me that like was this. Peanuts. I can't, I can't. Moment of smiles. smiling. Peanuts. I'm smiling. That was peanuts. Moment of smiles. I love it. Thank you, Peanut. I feel much better about my life. You're a good man. Thank you, buddy. Sorry to fuck that's up. That's why I'm here. That's Sorry why I'm to here. fuck up your interview. All right. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number 19. I am your host, Peanut, and we'll see you in two weeks.